terrifying pictures which, of like little, little boys tied down which they show with no warning on screen like they're gagged he's like they're like eight-year-old boys gagged hands tied behind their backs their knees like tied yeah, they're up. in some hotel room like fetal and it's position like three or four boys Jesus, it's fucked Christ. up. Man. It's like one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. It's not gory. It's just I really wish disturbing. I really it's wish they didn't show us that. It was like mind-bendingly disturbing she and got scary. E- she got emailed those pictures. Rami. <laughs> Oh, mommy, 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 mommy loves you. Baby wants to fuck. Get ready to fuck, you fuckers, fucker, you fucker. Did you fucking leave? Aaron's fucking pissed. All right. Welcome to Not Feel Good People. Woo. It's a classic. It's the three amigos, the hardcore <laughs> three members today. It's going to be a little more concentrated. Yeah. yeah Got sure. with me, uh, my brother Max. Hey, what's up? And freaking Daco, his triumphant return after I'm his back. Yeah, break. I missed last week. I was He's like, you missed not two good. weeks of pause. Yeah, it was two weeks. Yeah, because you were sick the one, yep. couldn't do it. And then last week was the one I recorded a while ago, the death one. Yeah, yeah. Which was like, if you go by just listens, an astounding failure. But I, <laughs> I still love that part. I think that's a really cool. Yeah, I like it. I like what I did with that. Uh, okay. But like people were not tuning in for some serious. No, okay, we need a variety. I of think podcasts uh, anyway. I think like, we yeah. need to advertise it just a bit differently. I think people would totally be into yeah. it. No, I think I and I was like, I think you it was listen a good to podcast. it. And I'm not just saying. No, that. it's great. It's a great. Uh, interview if you could say that but it's more of just a conversation a podcast like you said but yeah i mean you could, it was kind of interviewee you were asking questions it was very interviewee yeah. you're asking questions but it's like when it's two on two it's like i kind of want it to be an interview i want to be like an interview about death or yeah. you know what i mean i no, want to do the thing where i like i find someone who's like good at one subject or knows a lot about a single subject and then talk to him about that yeah that's cool that's interesting yeah so fucking uh <laughs> i got it I don't know if it was in trouble necessarily. Trouble's not the right word for it, but I was. Uh, this is. I'll great. try to pull, pull it up. <laughs> Last <laughs> yeah. night I was bored, and this all started because I was just like, like I've never had anything happen on Tinder, like anything good. Yeah, really, yeah. like like a good reply. Yeah, the only time any, I've ever gotten even anything sexual out of Tinder was like the first time I had Tinder. Yeah. When I first got it, I matched with this one girl. And then, like, that night, we're exchanging, like, like nudes and stuff. Sending yeah. her cock pictures, which apparently girls don't like, but yeah. <laughs> if you ask any girl. <laughs> but, like... I've never used any site like this, so I don't even know how they work, really. Uh, it's pretty simple. It's just, like... I mean, Like, is it for hooking up straight up? I think that's what it started. It was supposed to be, like, a yeah. grinder for straight people at the beginning. Yeah. But now, like, girls are on, and they're like, I just want to... I, I, I have a husband. I just want to make friends. And you're like, why are you... Why are you on Tinder? That's what I think, dude. I, I, like, <laughs> when I when I hear people on Tinder, I always assume it's sexual. Or at least relationship-related. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I go by, too. Yeah. You know, at least it doesn't, it doesn't have to be, like, just looking for sex. But I assume that the person is at least... Like doing some match.com type shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, yeah. Did, did you ever use Tinder, Dak? I like looked into it, but then when I tried you to research it. <laughs> no, like like I like I signed up in a main account and stuff like that. But like 
it didn't seem like there's that many people on like in, around this area Did, like is there actually a lot of people uh yeah on i get well it's like every time i load it up it's like it loads up a group a batch of people who just sort of entered your area you can like oh, adjust okay. like you can go as far as like grand prairie oh okay maybe that's why barely anything was coming up maybe it was like oh, just yeah? dawson creek and that's why it like wasn't coming up with many people at the time or something oh. maybe. but yeah i just remember it was just like not that many people so i just kind of like deleted it but that's both why i was gonna i was gonna ask he's like is there actually a lot of people on it pof though yeah right? i mean but yeah. that was like that's such a wasteland of um like i barely get any like i message people every once in a while yeah i fucked one girl off a of pof i'm sure like if you're better looking like, if you look like dak and you posted like just a lot of pictures of like your abs and your dick muscles yeah. like, did you, you get probably get off laid POF? off that no 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 i uh you could clean up with tinder i think oh Daki, dak easy. for sure easy J- yeah, you I've just want to get fucked though if you just want to get laid this was like a probably two years ago the last time i've been on that though so that was a while back yeah I think you would clean up if you went on now. If we should need, make you an account. If you need, you a should nut. make an account, and then we should like it should be like an update every week, man. Yeah, That'd just be good. just see how fucking in, see I'm how much tonight we'll make an account. Fucking right, railed that week. But like we got like the, po- the pictures you post have got to be like ab shots and like <laughs> gotta show off your dick muscles. Yeah, we gotta get you in some leather red leather pants. Yes, yeah. Oh my god, dude, Fight Club. Yes. So, anyways, I was just bored with it. I was sitting me and Max were just hanging out watching movies last night. And so I was like, fuck, I'm just going to have fun. Every once in a while. Oh, no, she unmatched me. (laughs) I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to have fun with this. So I was on Tinder and, uh, hold on one sec. I'll pull it up. Um, I was on Tinder (laughs) and I, and I I just, this is literally just started as a thing. I just want to make Max laugh. So on Tinder, the, you know you know, you have to send the initial message like what happens is you match with someone yeah. you both approve what each other looks like essentially okay and then it opens up a text line like it opens up like a okay. like a like a dm yeah okay sort of thing. so my and the opening line is always the hardest like i never i'm always like hey how's it going and that never gets a response right yeah it's, it's just no, too plain like yeah it's, it's just, just too plain too everybody polite says it probably yeah and then i was like i can't remember what i was oh i think i was opening up with like a would you like a hypothetical yeah yeah, asking questions. Yeah, I think I opened up with like, we'd rather be deaf or blind. That seemed to get, but it, that was such a bad hypothetical. Like, the problem is if you open up with anything too interesting, you look crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so it's just like, fuck, I just did this to make Max laugh. Uh, and I was like, I'm never going to text this person. So <laughs> I messaged her, hey, what's up, my black brother from a different mother? Exclamation mark. Innocent, fun. <laughs> show Max. We got like a giggle out of it. Yeah, yeah. I laughed at it. I thought it was great. So, uh, I was just like I, you know, and then later that night I was on Instagram. I'm like, oh, I should, I should, I should Instagram this because it would be fun. <laughs> and so, so, so I screenshot it, and then, and then uh, in the cat in the like comment section, I said, trying out new Tinder openers, and then hashtag Stay Black. <laughs> <laughs> and then she, she replied, ha ha ha, I'm white, and then. I went, I'm white too, dot, 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 white behind you. Weak. Weak, but mm. I was like, fuck it. I, she, we followed up, so I screenshot that and put it up. <laughs> and then a friend of hers, who's a mutual friend, sees it, tags her in the comments, so she sees it. I know this girl. And this is like, and this is the capper on my three-part Tinder conversation trilogy. Because then she sends me a message on Tinder saying, 
did you post this and did you post this on instagram and then i just instead of replying to her on tinder i just screen capped it went on tinder and in the comment section tagged her and said yes yes i did <laughs> it's pretty fun stuff uh, i thought it was great that's pretty <laughs> she made like a silly face in the comments but she also unmatched me on tinder so well you got ratted out, out. Yeah, dude. Claire Barkhouse rat finked me, man. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> rat. Uh, but no, it was like, every once in a while, like, I remember we did that Plenty of Fish game. Yeah. Yeah. Here, oh, yeah. And I got so much shit about that. Like, people who I know are like regular listeners were did not find that funny at all. A lot of them thought we were targeting ugly girls. Uh, which the whole point of the game was we were targeting I thought we made hot that very girls. clear it was hot girls. Me too, but I I, it was Evan someone we found cool. personally. Yeah, it was someone we found personally attractive. Yeah, yeah. Although I did think it was a bit mean-mannered of a joke, but it was everyone, great. Everyone did. And I was like, it's not that <laughs> mean. But it was great. I don't. And care. also, I was the only one who was mean. And also, you got to be mean for a joke sometimes. Yeah, every once in a while, got to break a few eggs to fucking silly make, too. Like, make some like, scrambled yeah, eggs. It's just like, plenty of fish. I mean, it's just a stupid app. Who cares? Don't, 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 don't hate so I'm us. I'm kind of glad that the thing I sent her. Sent, the things I sent her weren't too harsh, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like I would have been persecuted for that. but Not because I'm a good person at all. Mm. But it's um, <laughs> 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 talking to... Uh, well, for, I, uh, what have you guys been up to? It's been like two, three weeks. It's been like three weeks since we actually potted with Daco. Yeah. yeah. I Fuck, I've been out of the loop for the last... I don't even know what you guys podcasted on the last one. I didn't uh, even listen to it yet either. You son of a bitch. I know, that's terrible. That's, <laughs> that's fucking right. terrible of me. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, what, like, what happened? You said you had a stomach thing? Was it your stomach? Yeah, I've been just dealing with my stomach and stuff like that in and out of the fucking hospital. And fucking did you go and did you like, yeah, what, did the doctors shitty. blame it on weed this time again? Or uh, Like, he asked me again, yeah, if I started smoking. I said, no, not really. Like, I've been, like, I don't really smoke it. I've just been vaporizing it. And yeah. what do you say? Oh like that's it that's why you got your vape it's even worse <laughs> i'll be right back how to take this call all okay. right dak hollywood dak i've been a uh, hollywood dak fucking making deals i've been moving i've been grooving i've been fucking living surviving literally had to move i don't want to go into that but that was a fucking ridiculous moving is like i've Oh, there's nothing I, like that's okay. There's nothing worse than moving. Like I hate packing. Aaron was a mover for like a short period of time, and I don't know how you do it because it's like every day you just move for a living. Like I, ha it's been a yearly tradition for like me for the past like six years to fucking move, and you think it'd get easier, but it doesn't. It fucking sucks every single goddamn time. That's oh, the worst, man. But it's, uh. Yeah, other than that, I've been doing fairly okay. Been watching films and shit. Me and you watched a couple films last night. Yeah, there's one I want to talk about. There's this one called uh, The Trust. That we, it was like the third oh, one fuck in. yes. <laughs> and the description was like two undercover cops rob rob, the, rob a criminal. And it, and it was just like a weird picture of Nick Cage. and Nick Cage with a fucking stash. Yeah, and Elijah Wood. And it's fucking <laughs> Nick Cage. I mean... You any re, any reason anyone watches a Nick Cage film is to watch Nick Cage go fucking especially like an unknown Nick Cage film like you yeah. know what you're getting with like Con Air yeah and you know you're getting you know but Bad like Lieutenant and shit those like indie movies that come out recently with Nick Cage in it like I really feel like it's like a new indie director <laughs> who like doesn't know how to stand <laughs> and he's like just happy Nick Cage is there in the first yeah. place yeah 
And, and like, so Nick Cage is going to do his Nick. He's going to do his ad libs and his Nick Cageisms. Oh, fuck. There's so many lines where I'm like, there's no way that was part of the original <laughs> script. That has to be Nick Cage just ad lib. This whole movie, it seemed like it seemed like a like two hour long like YouTube clip like section of like Nick Cage's goofiest lines because like every yeah. scene he had he was in he had some goofy ass fucking line all non sequiturs too all of them had nothing to do with the plot all of them what were was that what was the first good one do you remember is they're in the bar they're in the bar and, oh, he's talking to Elijah Wood Elijah Wood's the other star of the film right they play two dirty cops and he eats the lemon yeah there's this weird thing where they're in a bar and Nick Cage just starts pouring hot sauce on a lemon yeah and he's like, this is good. This is good. You should try it. And then Elijah Wood tries it. He says, it's horrible. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, so I know. It's really bad. And then he walks away and he's like, you're a badass, man. You're a freaking badass. <laughs> and they kept, I'm like, why did they keep that in? That was so out of character. It's so I'd- fucking weird. And then there's one scene where Nick Cage and like the one of these like CSI uh, computer operators are going through some footage and Nick Cage's like wait 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 back that up three seconds and then he's like okay now go over here and he's doing all this shit and he's like now take me to another angle oh that's that uh, cheese Philly cheesesteak place that's that Philly cheesesteak place that we like and then the dialogue after that because we had subtitles on mm-hmm. it cuts to Elijah Wood walking in but the dialogue after that they're still talking about the Philly cheesesteak place yeah and Nick Cage <laughs> Nick Cage just says oh it's so good when the cheese is melting over the bread <laughs> and the other guy responds with yeah you gotta get the cheese <laughs> weird yeah you gotta yeah get you the gotta cheese. get like what a like unnatural like when I, when you're sitting there as a writer <laughs> and you're writing a script and it's like uh security guard number four yeah yeah you gotta get the cheese like you no one really get the cheese no one talks like that and like the whole movie we watched the whole fucking movie and it was also who says that about cheesesteak who gets the cheesesteak without the cheese? Yeah, no shit. Why? You gotta get the cheese. Of course he's getting the fucking cheese. <sighs> this so fucking upsetting. movie. And this, we watched the entire fucking thing. I feel like it was a really long movie, too. Yeah. The second half could have been a movie. The second half of the film actually, if they rearranged the plot a bit, could have been a decent indie flick, I feel like. I think mean you ran through it like we're like, if they remove this, this, and this aspect... This could yeah. be a very interesting movie. Well, you ran through it. You're like, what they needed to do, and then you pretty much just said, cut the like, cut the first part out, use this, and then you described it perfectly. And I was like, yeah, that would have been awesome. Like they should have been like, should have been like a, a like, because they're doing this heist where they're breaking into a vault, a and there's just dealer. a good opportunity for a good movie there uh-huh. where they're where a cop almost interrupted him. Like if Nick Cage just kills this cop, it's a drug and then they're holed up in this too. apartment with this hostage. This could be a good last half. Yeah. But they didn't do that at all. The cop just walked away, had nothing to do with anything. And then Elijah went, like, it just, it's a horrible movie. There, there, what was, there's another one. I'm trying to think of other Nick Cageisms in there. Like, there's just a lot of weird sounds, like a lot of, like, ho, 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 all right. Oh, there's so fucking much. And Things then he, like that, you he's know? He's yelling at Elijah Wood, and he's. Open it! 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 He says it like five hundred times in a row. It literally maxed out the subtitles for each like page (laughs) (laughs) of subtitles for at least ten seconds of just open it, open it. Why are we hold? Like he could have said it twice. Yeah, and it would have been like the same effect. And Elijah Wood, I feel like, is a smart enough dude. Like I feel like I hope so. I hope Elijah Wood was like. He had to have been cracking up at that, man. 
I would, yeah. It's weird. Like, Elijah Wood, like, he's probably got enough money from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Definitely. They can choose any script you want. You can, like, wait out for a good script because he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he just chooses these weird roles. He chooses shit. The only it's like, other it's like, role. Yeah, I can... like you can never. I, I believe that you can never tell if a movie's gonna turn out good or not. Yeah. But there, there's things you can bank on. Like if it's like a director you really love and respect. Like the only and thing it's writers that you really like. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you can bank on certain things like that and know you're gonna be in a good film. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like he has to. And like the only other thing I can think that I really liked him in. Because I think I agree, he is a good actor. Like I liked Wilfred, and uh, he had a small part in Sin City. And besides yeah. that, I can't think of anything else that I really dug him in. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like other than Lord of the Rings, of course. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, classic. Um, yeah, I don't know, and it's but I always wonder. Like my maybe my theory is is that a lot of those really good directors are just difficult to work with. Mm, yeah. And maybe he's like, maybe the movies he does aren't the greatest, but he has fun on set doing them. Could be, yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think he's trying to break out of the Frodo character? No, maybe. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of better ways to break out of a certain character than just doing, like... Shit movies. Bad indie movies. I haven't seen Pippin once. Yeah. I, do you think he's just living off his Lord of the Rings money and saying, fuck it? Yeah, maybe. I wonder if those guys got like a percentage on the back end like of the film like I would hope so yeah. that'd be fucking dope yeah I want I want I want all those yeah. guys to do well. <laughs> and we also watched uh, I haven't seen it yet but uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane that's the title yeah 10 we watched, that Lane. was a breath of fresh air because we watched first we watched a documentary about uh, a 10 year old boy getting oh, kidnapped let's go on that Let's 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 take five minutes on that. That documentary was fucking disturbing, dude. Yeah, absolutely. I almost want to wait though for because I want to break it down to Daco. Right. Daco's not here. Okay, let's just say what we watched then. Okay, you, okay, uh, just go through it. Yeah, we watched. Uh, we watched. I think it's called "Where's Johnny" or "Johnny's Missing." It's like who took Johnny? Who took Johnny? That was the first one we watched. Then we watched uh, this Emma Watson Watson movie. Um, and the guy from Inglorious Colonial. Bastards. It's called Colonial. Yeah, or no, Colonia. Colonia. It was really good. And uh, it was really good. <laughs> it was. It was very dry, though. Yeah, and we watched that Nick Cage, Elijah Wood movie, which was like I I started it as a goof, and then by the time we realized how bad it was, we were just so crazy far in that we're like, I gotta finish it. We were, we were so far in. And Colonial kind of trick. I kind of was kind of tricked by Colonial because the beginning of Colonial, I wasn't all that interested in. Yeah, and then it got super interesting. Yeah, because it we, turns a corner where you're like, okay, I'm in. We um, well, we watched the trailer for it, and we're like, fuck, that looks dope. Let's put that on. Yeah, immediately. Yeah. And then when we put it on, the first forty minutes are not anything that the trailer promises and it's like are you like am i just gonna watch like an expose on the politics of chile right yeah it's 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 like in chile and they're getting all political it's about this like political activist guy and it's like yeah. fuck this yeah it's but kinda, then it turns into and then a, it turns into like a weird hostage a like cult movie. movie which is way which is dope yeah and that like scene, them trying to escape this cult and it was that was great yeah yeah that was fucking dope and like this insane cult that like was working with the government as well yeah it was like based on a true story yeah 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 which i didn't know until the very end i thought it was just a cult movie yeah me either because it's fucking 
it's pretty wild dude mm-hmm. but yeah that was like that so was, i think i was kind of tr- not tricked by that but like i had that mentality of maybe this will turn around at some point did you it, and uh and then it didn't so okay and then we watched that horrible nick cage elijah wood movie and then we watched what's it called the new 10 Cloverfield Lane 10 Cloverfield Lane the new Cloverfield which was like such a breath of fresh air from everything else because it was just a fun it wasn't a fun narrative I wouldn't describe it as that it was a fucking good it was a great movie, movie though. though it was it was a tight nice movie. scripted didn't go over wasn't overly real yeah you know do you wanna is, uh, is this movie we're gonna break down for Daco oh no the well let's break down who took Johnny which is fucking yeah, insane let's do that okay. last night we watched how what, what was it did you so I apologize a, that that was a call okay. my, I'm selling my truck so like I was, is that uh, why because I texted you earlier and you're like I might not even have my truck on Friday yeah, and I yeah. was like why why yeah, are you selling no. your truck I just can't do the payments anymore I'm just I want to fucking it's a truck he bought off the lot I just need a lifestyle oh. change I just don't want to uh, Oh yeah, pay those bills anymore. I'd it's a lot. Is, is it like oh. one of those like where it's like a lot per month? Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you selling it for the lump sum so you can like pay it off? Like you just yeah, put that just money in an account and then not no, worry about it? No, it's just trying to get rid of it. Like the payment. Like I still owe like like a bunch of money on it. So I'm just trying to get like enough money to cover like the truck so it's like paid off or whatever. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you just like take what you have left and give it to them? Yeah, like if I sell it for whatever it's worth or whatever, then I can just like take that money that the guy gives me or whatever, and then I just give him the truck and pay off the loan, and, and it's out of my hair. I oh, that's worry nice. About it. Yes. So that's my goal right yeah, now. Yeah. So I, I had to take that it's call. Dope. Sorry about that. So what are you guys no talking worries. about? This is a dope. We just went through. We literally just went through the titles of the movies we'd watch. Yeah. Oh, okay. We did a breakdown of that movie Trust with Nick Cage and Elijah. Wood. That was bad. <laughs> and we did that. a kind of breakdown of this Emma Watson movie, which is pretty good. It was really know. good. Yeah. But uh. It's a um, long flick, but we wanted to talk about. We first wanted let, to do this. I wanted the the who took Johnny. Who took Johnny? A documentary we watched last night oh. on Netflix. Like it's like a true crime. I love true crime documentaries. Brain wanted to sit down and watch like a true crime Dateline, but a slick one. Yeah, slick Netflixy. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah. we, we started to watch the Thin Blue Line, which apparently is great, but I was just like, I was just it's too old looking for me right it, now. It looks, I was like, it looks like unsolved mysteries. I'm like really <laughs> shameless in the way where I'm like, the aesthetics are just too, like I'm sure this is great. And I'm sure when I'm in the right mood, mm-hmm. I'll watch it and like it. Yeah, but like I get in these weird moods where I'm like, I need something that looks like clean. Yeah, yeah. No, you I know? feel you. I get in those moods too. And it was like Daco came over, and I I do not smoke pot, and I smoked a little bit of Daco's pot, and it was I was stoned. <laughs> I just wanted like a a whodunit or like a like a true crime. So we watched this. Uh, were you were you there for the beginning I, of it? I, you guys put on something. I thought it was that Thin Blue Line, but you must. I think because we, we watched like a couple minutes of Thin Blue Line. Not I think even. I took off yeah. like right as you guys put that on, so you guys must have changed it after I left. Yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah, okay. and uh, it was about this kid who got kidnapped. And uh, on a paper route, yeah. And this is like the how it was like early seventies, maybe early eighties, actually. Right, and it which was, is crazy. And it was before like, like the couple things they mentioned in the doc, which was like crazy, is like a lot of people didn't even know what the word pedophile even meant back then. What? Yeah, yeah. I get. I like guess. it was like it was like kind of like they're talking about like this era, like the early eighties. Yeah, it was like totally calling to let your kids out at night, just running around and like common to let your kids just you know be by themselves like walking around the neighborhood yeah, it wasn't yeah, a big yeah. deal as it is now where it's like now people like kind of watch their kids a bit more no, yeah, cell phones and everything yeah. and 
This was like the first case where they started putting kids' face on milk cartons. Yeah, this is the first guy oh, okay. who was ever on a milk carton. Uh, this little Johnny boy. Missing person. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, kind of yeah, started yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, okay. so. So the movie he, starts out. Yeah, he got snatched. They kind of go through what the witnesses saw. And uh, this mom's like, this mom's tireless search to like, and you feel bad for this mom. But there is like this tinge of like, this mom's a little crazy. This mom looks crazy crazy too like she's a creepy looking broad you've seen Blair Witch right Dak yeah yeah she looks like the girl that they go to to interview the crazy old lady who says she saw the Blair Witch oh anyway she she's a crazy looking broad yeah yeah and it's like but you also feel bad like oh well her kid got taken yeah you know when he was a child and no resolution no resolution or at least you think and then uh (laughs) So this, and then all of a sudden, like, there's a couple things that happened that's just fucking, that was pretty, like, disturbing. Yeah. Um, one is, uh, this one guy came out in the documentary, like, it goes to a timeline from early 80s till now. Things yeah. that happened, like, this fall of timeline. Like, I love shit like that. It's just such a trope of the true crime documentary. It's, I, I like it too. Especially like it, a cold case type thing, but I, lo- I don't know why, I just like it. Well, like, and it does help you follow it too. Yeah, like go through it linearly and you're like, okay, we're in 90, 1992. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or now yeah. we're at, oh. Um, so the first thing that she ever learns is this guy comes out. Yeah, I think this is like the first big one. Like for, well, I could say, first of all, she's always like maintained the police have never like really given a shit or helped her at all. Okay. That's yeah, that's her, caring, that's her big thing. She's like trying to raise, you know, more support. more support yeah. and more widespread concern over missing kids. Yeah. Sort oh, okay. of. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's kind of like her cause. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And um and and, uh, and she's like they talk about how through her kid being missing, she's actually done a lot of good. Like she's like part of like this movement that like she's like I said she's the first one got those kids on those milk cartons and yeah, she's yeah. like she's made a lot of people more aware that like there are people who snatch kids out there and it's like a right like it's just a totally different climate now because of her she pretty much just where like pioneered like, like the watch your kids sort yeah, of like yeah because okay. yeah. the p- kids get kidnapped and uh she did good in the end yeah and there's these two and it was because it was these two kids that first one on these milk cartons there's two different kids from the same neighborhood both had paper routes um, yeah, because another kid got abducted shortly after Johnny. A couple, like, years after. Yeah. And it was, like... Anyways, so, like, years down the line, like, after the cops, were like, seemed to refuse to help her, and she was still sort of hunting him down and, like, trying, like, still going to the media saying, like, I know my son's out there. Especially after, like, 10 years or so, you think, like, no, he's dead. Like, everyone uh, yeah. sort of, like, he's dead. There's and, no chance. There's yeah. no chance. <laughs> no chance. And, uh... It's one guy who was arrested. And this is the weird thing. He was arrested and he had like, uh, he was diagnosed with like multiple personality disorder and stuff like that. Okay. He claimed that he was like a victim of this like pedophile ring of like child, like pornography slaves. What? Where of like, really rich men. Of really rich men who would like kidnap kids. And then they would do this like thing like Aaron was talking about called the Lolita Express where like, they would take a kid from like like a rich person would take a kid on a private jet from like from like say New York 
to Amsterdam and you'd fuck the kid on the plane and then they drop the kid off there and you go to a different private jet so like they never find these kids because they're always jumping from plane place to, to place plane and, and this guy nuts. was like was, what the fuck and he said he was a victim of these like this pedophile ring and he said he saw um her son and apparently like the weird part is is he knew like apparently he knew like parts about it like he knew like about birthmarks and burns and stuff like so that that didn't details. go to like the public yeah because this guy was like kind of nutty though he's yeah. he's nutty though so you can't really trust so you're him kind of- it's hard though because it's like if if the things that happened to him he said happened to him you could understand why he would be nutty right it's exactly. like one of those things where it's like oh, yeah. you can't expand, expect someone to come out of a situation like he described normal yeah. yeah. Well, you look at him too, and you see that he's fucking nuts. He looks see. like a fucking nutty. You know, it looks like he looks like a total like pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> like a sociopath <laughs> pedophile. Fuck. Like if you if I ran into that guy in like a dark alleyway, I'd be scared shitless because he's not like scary, like long hair, dirty scary. He's like really clean cut, like white collar scary, where he's super thin and pale, but he's yeah. got like like a really nice pressed like white button up with like a oh like a Don Draper haircut that's not like, what I was imaging but that is but super scary like he looks shit. like he looks like a classic serial killer yeah. oh <laughs> and, <laughs> Jeffrey and, Dahmer shit yeah and, and he comes out and he says like yeah I saw your kid um the guys who took him made me like molest him on camera for like cause apparently they sell these like pedophile magazines and stuff like that oh, and like videotapes and, and videotapes and stuff so he's like I was forced to like molest him multiple times on camera etc etc um yeah, yeah. and he wow. but he does describe like a lot and here's the thing like he says like he tried to run away once and they put these certain brand on these kids that uh try to run away like they branded with like a little x with like a little crescent underneath mm-hmm. and oh, and uh he they went to America's Most Wanted with this. Like he told his story on America's Most Wanted, and and the guys on America's Most Wanted, like the producer and the host and stuff like that, say, yeah, we get all kinds of crazy, and we didn't know if this guy was telling the truth or not, but we figured like we'll give it a shot in yeah. case he is. Yeah, yeah. And but they're really doubtful about certain details, like the branding and stuff. It just seems so evil and so grand. Like yeah, how could this possibly? So yeah, but then crazy. there's like because the guy doesn't have a brand. He doesn't have a brand, but but people called it like a bunch of people apparently called into America's most wanted with like um stories saying like totally confirming what he said what? like a bunch of people saying they were victims too a bunch of people came forward with who had the brand mm-hmm. like that exact brand he described holy fuck. which is the weirdest part where you think about like people just random people calling America's most wanted with this exact brand with this exact story and they say you like there would well, be people crazy enough out there just to like brand themselves with that and then come in and be like hey I got the yeah yeah, and then there's like so. little, and no? Aaron pointed out little inconsistencies in the story where he's talking about. He said he helped kidnap the kid. Yeah, and uh, he said he chloroformed him, and it took him like ten seconds to chloroform him. And then Aaron looked it up, and it was like actually takes minutes to chloroform someone. It doesn't happen like it does in the movies. Mm-hmm. So that detail's a little wonky. Um, but they also like where did you where where they keep the kids? And this guy brought he brought America's Most Wanted to this house, like out somewhere in the middle of nowhere. He described it first. He described the house first. He described what the house looked like first, where they were kept. He described everything about it. And they're like, okay, let's go see it then. And he's like, okay. And they get in the car. Drive, they drive to the house. The house is there and fits the description to the T. And he's oh like, I'll show God. you the cellar where they kept us. And the cellar they described is there to the T. And they go into this cellar and it's like clearly people were kept there. 
this big underground cellar with like and he's talked about how kids would carve their initials into like the wood and stuff that is dark dude I don't want to hear this yeah in case people like found them and they could like so there's a bunch of initials carved into it of like kids names like it's like there's like a million different details where you're like fuck it's like one of those things where like I feel like this could have been faked by him yeah but the work that would have to go into it that's so much in fact it was like an abandoned house and also the other weird fact that like I'm not a conspiracy guy but this is so weird the, they came to the cops with this whole thing and this details and the cops just didn't want to investigate it they didn't question this guy at all the cops never questioned him yeah that's nuts the cops never questioned him and they never went to that house nothing official happened it was America's Most Wanted and this girl where so it was like it's like when he describes this like pedophile ring of like super of like politicians and super rich people yeah, yeah, and then the fact that the cops just apparently didn't seem like I don't know. Here's the thing with documentaries; they can always skew a certain way. Yeah, yeah and you don't biased. know who's telling the truth. Yeah. yeah, but if what they're saying is true, it's like it's really weird that the cops didn't even bother to investigate this. Yeah, yeah this guy's already under arrest. The guy who's confessing all this, and he's already he's already under arrest, and he's not getting a, like a deal or anything for this confession. Like he's not getting a reduced sentence or anything. So there's no reason why he would lie. That's he just crazy. wanted to get it off his chest and here's where shit gets fucking nuts where you're like okay I don't know if any of that because like you're they have you on the ropes and you're like I don't know man he knows where that house is he could have faked that but that's really elaborate it really keeps you in a gray area yeah. and you were saying Max that you listen to a podcast where they're talking to a doctor and he's saying multiple personality disorders kind of bullshit uh yeah that was one doctor's opinion like I'm my opinion is I'm sure it does exist. I'm sure I'm so? sure there I'm sure there are some people out there that are that fucked up. But what anyways what this psychiatrist was saying was that like he would talk to plenty of people who had multiple personality disorders, but as soon as he said only one personality can uh go out for a cigarette, boom, all of a sudden that personality would come out. And they'd go Whenever out they for, wanted a cigarette. Really? Like yeah. Yeah, if they couldn't if the other personalities couldn't have a cigarette except for that one guy, boom, it would come out. Oh, so they'd be like, they need a cigarette, yeah, so they so, need that personality. Yeah. So, and I think oh, more yeah, people yeah. have said that. I could be wrong, but I think multiple personality is kind of like a thing I wonder if that's, it's controversial, yeah. I think it is. Maybe maybe that's just a classic Max House. I just fucking made that up, but I think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And going on by that, too, this guy is like, okay, so he has more. And he's telling the story through multiple personalities, too. Yeah. Of what happened. Yeah, yeah, it's like only like the 15-year-old version of him could remember like the child pornography stuff and I think he had like a oh, and then yeah, I think he had like a magazine or something, but then mm-hmm. there's this one after the America's Most Wanted thing and it was starting to get traction again. Um the, the mother. mother of the son got sent these fucking horrifying pictures which, of like li- little boys tied down, which they show with no warning on screen like they're gagged these like they're like eight-year-old boys gagged hands tied behind their backs their knees like tied yeah, they're up. in some hotel room like fetal it's position like three or four boys Jesus, it's fucked Christ. up man. it's like one of the most fucked up things i've ever seen it's not gory it's just i really wish disturbing. i really it's wish they didn't show us that it was like mind-bendingly disturbing she and got, scary. E- she got uh-huh. emailed those pictures Someone, like just from a random account just yeah oh, and no, like two man. of those pictures she's like i think this is my son and they do like a side-by-side comparison of like a picture she has to the picture and it's like that you could see like maybe it is like yeah. it, it's oh, like it's hard to tell man. because it's like the one kid's skinnier but you're like who knows if they like 
it's probably not feeding them, them and, and shit. Like it's one of those things where they're like, so starving. they are really close. Oh, that is it's scary, like it's so man. infuriating because you're like, you want it to be too. You want it to almost be so confirming because, like, it's two pictures. Like, how could you not tell if this is the same person? But they're just so close that it's like, it's really difficult to tell. Oh, it's yeah, like that man. picture that looks like Bill Murray and Tom Hanks. And you're like, is this Bill Murray <laughs> yeah. or Tom Hanks? And you're this looking at like, this is a really famous case. It must be. Yeah. 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 So you got to send these pictures. I'm going to research that, this. Just I'm seeing research the this. pictures was fucking gross. Yeah. Like, they came on, and me and my brother were like, are those are those actual pictures like fucking gross dude oh it was it was like mind-bendingly disturbing it was was, upsetting it was very upsetting yeah gut-wrenching and the fact that like you're the mother of like someone got taken you get sent these photos yeah like and And then and then she takes him to the cops and the cops are like yeah no like they just didn't do anything about that didn't care they didn't care no it was like they said because there's one of like three boys tied in a row and they couldn't tell like who and it turned out to be a picture from a previous child pornography case but there's two pictures that they had never seen before and they still didn't really investigate it yeah didn't do shit yeah it was really that was that man that was like the scariest that was like the craziest part of the documentary i think so it's kind of like a conspiracy that like they're they're paid they're paid off and they're not supposed to you know what i mean like yeah seem that way investigate yeah exactly paid off by those rich people that are fucking abducting them that's it just feels up. like such a huge thing that you think I mean, it would be more famous but i feel like a lot of people <sighs> know this exists so i'm like maybe it is like maybe there are people who come out and it is famous it's just not talked about because it's like i mean that sounds fucking i, I don't crazy. know man because i'm not one for his conspiracy theories at all Me like i'm not either, really, really into like, them i'm pretty at skeptical all. about stuff and i like i definitely want to do my research on this but yeah that sounds like that's the thing like if all the facts <sighs> presented in this documentary are true then that's scary but yeah. then yeah. Then Holy this Christ. bombshell drops and you're like, it makes you question this entire thing. No. Makes you quite this bomb drops where she's on the stand and they're like, the day your son was abducted was that the last day. She was uh, going to she was testifying for the guy who confessed to molesting her son and taught and broke the lid on the pedophile ring and stuff. Yeah. She was con- she was in his court case and they asked her on the stand if the last time she saw her son is the last day he got taken. And she said no, and she said like two years ago he showed up at her house as like an adult, an adult. Yeah, like a young young man. She said. Yeah, yeah. It was like he was like a young man. He showed up at her house. He was with this other guy. Middle other of kid. the night. Middle of the night, and he's. She sat there and had a conversation with him where he's like just told her about the thing, the pedophile ring, about how um like how he he can't come forward and she can't come forward because he's afraid for their safety because of all the powerful people that like took him Holy and he like fuck. she can't tell anyone that he was there so she just had a, uh, an hour-long conversation and then he just disappeared didn't tell her where he was living or anything and she just let him go and she just let him go which is like it's like now like me like that's like i agree aaron watched this documentary before and she's like he's like that, that that's the point where i'm like she probably killed her son right because <laughs> it's like that's because that's just crazy up, up until this point and even after this point she's still looking for her 30 year old son hoping he'll show up she doesn't let off the whole documentary like she's not looking for him the whole time she's like yeah we're still looking for him he's 40 no there's something up if she just let him go like after she had him. him exactly that's what i mean you know what she I mean? had him yeah i don't that doesn't and, make any sense and like sense. the way her logic is like no the police are in it everyone's in on it we can't go to anyone I just wanted to see you one last time or something. It was so fucking weird. 
That's and you're like, wonky, is she lying? And, that, and then like another thing I made like made you call into question the the guy who who confessed to pedophile rings. Like that makes sense. Yeah, like he's like probably afraid they're gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. And like and, and and you're just like, well, this, none of the that doesn't add up right. to me. But also, if that happened, that's the scariest thing in the world as well. Would like, that guy be killed often? Like, you know what I mean? If that guy sort of right because like, they're on the this documentary in Netflix, yeah. <laughs> like, got to search that guy up. <laughs> yeah, this guy's still alive because he's out and he has a family and shit. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he had a wife by the time he got out of jail, which is crazy. I can't. Oh my god! I had a date. Also, I'll tell that story later. But <laughs> it was like I can't believe that guy has a wife and a kid and a life like that. <laughs> he, 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 they interview him while he's like older and like. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah they interview he, him when he's young when he comes in and they interview him because that happened. He came in like mid eighties when all this like came out or nineties had to been because America's yeah, Most Wanted. Yeah. Oh okay. And then so they interview him like up to date whatever the other documentary came out. And like, yeah, he's an old dude. He's got a nice house. He's fucking. He's <laughs> set right up. Yeah, he's got a nice red huh. polo shirt, hair gel. <laughs> yeah, his hair, oh, he's got the '90s hair gel thing going though, where it's like, oh, his hair is super thin, and he it spikes like, it. It, <laughs> it looks like my hairdo when I was like 13. And I was wearing those like those like uh, short sleeve button ups with like flames, flames? printed on them. Fuck <laughs> yes, fuck yes. I had a similar do. <laughs> Back then, he has a Guy Fier, like proto Guy Fier, minus the frosted tips. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, she says she saw her, son, which is like that. Just throws the whole documentary for a loop because yeah. they really bait you in, and you're like, "Fuck!" Especially when she gets sent the pictures. Like that's like the scariest thing ever. Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. Um. Oh. That's fucked up. But yeah, the end, like when she, that doesn't make any sense. She no. sees him just like, oh, see you, like see you later, and then like, she's looking for him again after this. Like, she's yeah. still searching now. Yeah, she's like, I, like, is she putting on a show so people don't suspect? But then she's like, here's the thing: if you're holding that secret that you saw your son two years ago, and you're the reason why you're holding that secret is because you're scared for his safety and your safety, why do you let it out on the stand? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, why is it like? Well, I can't be charged with perjury. Yeah. Like, just fucking, just lie. <laughs> like, no bitch. one would expect her to say that. Yeah. I don't think everyone got fucking shocked when she, they, she said that, and everybody was Even like, pro- "I'm sure the prosecutor who was questioning at the time was probably like, oh fuck, holy shit.'" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like in the middle of court, just holy shit, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Judge, can we get a recess? <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> That's one hot matzo ball. <laughs> oh god! Uh, and That's then, nice. uh, God, I can't re- anything after that in Doc. I can't remember. Like, it's probably pretty much the basics. And it just and like, then it's just like she's done a lot of good for people with missing kids. And yeah, stuff. and it kind of went more into like the child ring and the human trafficking. Yeah, it's like this big conspiracy of like... Of, but that's like, that's pretty much the case broke down. Or could it be like the other way around where she she just killed her kids so, yeah, it could in the be. beginning? It but never then suggests she, that. The only like the person who suggested that was Aaron. Because he's like, oh, yeah. she's lying. She killed her kid. Like, that's crazy. And hmm. then she'd have to pay off that dude to, to tell that story and make up that... Yeah, or he could just be a crazy guy because it was a famous case. It also interviews yeah. her husband. 
Right, and he's talking about how she's like really tough and awesome. He's weird too. He is very weird. He though. says yeah. his first sentence is, "The past ten years have been fantastic." Unfortunately, <laughs> well, I've it's heard, like, what does that mean? I've, I've I've heard like other stories. You've heard those other stories where like parents like kept their kids like locked down in like cellars for like ten years and shit. And, yeah. like, we were about to watch a documentary on a like guy that. who did that. Like, <laughs> so I don't know, man. That's like they could just be done something Why did like we that. that. You know one? what I mean? Like, because it was like it was about a guy. Who like locked his daughter in a basement and like fucked her and had kids with her? Oh, yeah. the Russian guy. Yeah, and like the first fifteen to twenty minutes were so mind-numbingly boring. They right. were like, if you could make this boring, fuck you. This documentary sucks. And then we just switched it over. Yeah, right. To uh, that Emma Watson movie, but like, holy shit, that was that documentary was like a powerhouse, man. It was pretty gut-wrenching, man. Yeah, it was a good oh. doc. Great dog. Unfortunately, the best docs are always the ones about like the most fucking mind-bendingly disturbing things. Dear like Zachary. Yeah, Dear Zachary. Um, fuck, what was the other one? Dear uh, Zachary's really fucked up. That um, that uh, Catholic priest one. What was it called? What's it called? Kyle, no, the one with the guy who's like the computer teacher who molests. Capturing the Freedmans. Capturing the Freedmans. Yeah, that's a fucking crazy one. Yeah. But what's the one? What's the one about the Catholic priest guy that came out recently? I don't know what you're talking about. A new one? Yeah, it came out in the past, like, I don't know. Could have been three years. About the Catholic priest. Oh, uh, Who, like, talks in the interview. Yeah, and he just talks about, like, molesting children. Like, he's like, I know I shouldn't have Oreos, but I just wake up and I open the cabinet and I just (laughs) have myself an Oreo. He's talking about fucking the same kid at these people's house and they didn't know about it for years. What was it called? Deliver us from evil. Yes, exactly. Fuck. That was nuts. Gross, all man. great documentaries, all fantastic all watches. All amazing documentaries. We'll never watch them again. They're fucking not a rough. rewatch. They're fucking rough. Just Good for up. a one watch, yeah. though. Amazing yeah. for a one watch. That I mean, I like. That is by far the most horrific thing, is that the that those pictures of those children tied down, those like ten year old, eight year old boys. Oh no! Like seeing like an eight year old boy gagged in pajama shorts and fucking that's very upsetting that's a disturbing image man holy uh, fuck it's fucking gross and they're on like dirty old like it looks like dirty just old Polaroids like yeah. just like fucking the most ugh. disturbing uh, or not disturbing the most satisfying one though out of all the true crime documentaries by far is HBO's Jinx yeah. that was amazing with an amazing it was like uh, do you ever hear about the was his name Robert 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 Jinx yeah. <laughs> Robert <laughs> Robert Jinx I feel like Robert. I want to say Paulson, but that's from Fight Club. Yeah, I was going to say Robert. Uh, uh, he was this rich old dude, and he has yeah. like these three murders in his past, where his wife got murdered, and then a friend of his got a close friend got murdered like decades later, and then uh, he admitted to murdering this old man. Oh, and it's like this weird these three murders, and it's like it questions whether he did these murders or not because he's like this crazy rich guy. What the fuck? Looks like Charlie Watts from the Stones. Yeah, and like the first one, his girlfriend, she like apparently went to the city and they never found her body. Uh, it's just one of those things where it's yeah. like when they present you with the first murder, you're like, it could have been him, it couldn't have been him. It's just, yeah, they can't never prove know. it. Right? He comes from this super rich family in New York, this real estate family, so he's like this weird sociopathic, like. The family s- itself is kind of fucked up, if I remember. Yeah, for sure. And the family are convinced he did it, for sure. And then his one, and then he had this writer friend who uh, he kept sending money to, and there was evidence that she was bribing him 
for like knowledge of the murder Mm. Uh, and like it's very and she lived in california he lived in new york but at the time of her murder it's very possible she could have been murdered by him just by where he was like he wasn't technically they couldn't put him in los angeles but he was in california uh, that kind of thing and because they were looking for him for suspicion of that murder he went on the lamb is that what it yeah he was mm-hmm. like he's worried about them reopening that or opening that case or mm-hmm. him being a suspect in that case he kind of just went like incognito yeah he just said the weirdest part of this is like the third murder is he was like hiding out mm-hmm. and he's disguising himself as an old lady he like oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that is nuts <laughs> yeah, like, like fallout that's bad yeah he missed out fired everyone it was the weird he put on like an old lady wig and he was living in this shitty little house and he had like this old neighbor friend, this old man. Who thought he was an old lady? Who thought he was an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. tried to fuck him. It was Deke, man. It was Deke. <laughs> or me and Max had this old lady named him called Miss Deke. Miss Deke. It was Deke, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened was uh, he got, there was no doubt about it. He got caught for that murder. But he claimed it was self-defense. He got. He claimed he got attacked. Which is weird because uh, he cut uh, off the guy's head. It was one of those things oh. where... It was like a slam dunk, like for the case. Yeah, yeah. But the prosecutors were just so the way they went about it was so stupid. Yeah, the prosecutors and fucked they, it up. They fucked it up, and he got off on it. Oh, what? Yeah, and it's it does this documentary is this great thing where you're like, it's Did a he six do it? episode. It, thing. it presents enough evidence where you're like, I don't like you're pr- you're like eighty percent sure he did it. Yeah, <sighs> but there's just not quite enough not evidence, evidence because like the one guy. The f- the son of the middle murder, yeah. Her son was is good friends with him, and he's like, "There's no way he did it." <sighs> and that's the murder that has the most like evidence, tangible to it. Yeah. So and you throw that curveball, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, well, his best friend." And then friend. they establish yeah. this thing. This is why it's documentary so great? It's like a ten episode series. They establish this thing in like the middle of it, where he's talking to them in an interview. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, "Can we have a break?" Yeah, and they go on break, and then. uh he starts muttering to himself like because he thinks the cameras are off and then the his lawyers come in because he's super rich right he's got lawyers all the time with him yeah his lawyers come in sorry that's my phone no worries <laughs> yeah he's, so he's in the bathroom these lawyers come in and they're like your mic's hot your mic's alive like they can hear you he's like oh okay so they establish that he's a forgetful old man yeah and then at the very end of this doc that they find his son the son who's palling around with him yeah, the whole time yeah, yeah. finds this brand new bit of evidence it's pretty convincing that maybe he killed his mom and he goes to the documentary guys and the documentary guys are like we got to get one more interview with him we got to ask him about this brand new piece of evidence that hasn't been shown we got to see what's up right it's like it's just like a it's literally like the matching like writing is the word they literally have like they have two things where it's like oh, the writing of course matches he did up it. to like the person who murdered his mom. Yeah. Holy shit! Okay. And uh, they want to show it to him, and they're like, and they can't get an interview with him. Yeah. He's just like, he I don't want to do it. He keeps ducking them. He keeps ducking them, and finally, last minute they go in for an interview, right? And they ask him about it, and it's pretty uneventful. It's pretty like oh, I don't, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. That that is weird. Anyways, yeah. I got stuff to do, <laughs> so they end the interview, <sighs> but. This is all oh, so good. This is such great oh. documentary filmmaking. At the end, they leave. They leave. There's just a shot of the conference room where they're doing the interview. Yeah, like a master shot of the whole room, and they're all leaving. And uh, 
they shut off the lights and he's like yeah i just got to go to the bathroom and then but he forgets his mic's on when he goes to the bathroom so he doesn't know anyone's around he's in the bathroom live mic starts muttering to himself he's like closes the door to the men's bathroom oh, and he's here oh go my God. they got gotcha. you oh they fucking got gotcha. you the handwriting so stupid and then he goes oh it's so sad he goes yeah i killed them all of course of course oh, i killed them all what confesses to it he confesses to it to himself in the bathroom <laughs> forgets his mic's on <laughs> it is did they catch him then uh, i think he's like standing trial right now or something oh, yeah okay. but like holy god you never get closure like that, that in the documentary insane does that blow your fucking mind holy shit it was very very satisfying you fucking for- oh my god that's just like imagine like imagine what he's thinking after he's like oh my god i'm such a fucking idiot <laughs> Saying, confessing the whole murder to himself. Oh, the guy, the crazy, sound guy, dude. who's like recording us, yeah, was like, imagine what, like no one else knows but the sound dude. guy on Saturday. He's just in there, like jacking off, like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, this. Oh, of course, I, I killed him. I killed them all. And the sound guy's like, oh, <laughs> and it's just like, it's like waving the director over furiously. <laughs> and did you ever find out whatever happened after? I think he's on standing trial for that murder. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Holy. F- fucking shit of course i killed them i killed them all the fact that he says i killed them all of course like oh Oh my god like as soon as you can hear it as soon as he closes the door you can hear him in the bathroom he like turns on the sink and he turns off and you just go oh they got you you slipped up they got you and you're like holy shit and then just comes out and says it oh my god it's so satisfying man of course you killed them you killed them all What a dumb fuck. Oh, man. Ah, that was fucking great. That's so fucked up, though, how, like, 30, well, director, 30 seconds before, though, like, before you walked into that bathroom, you're just like, and it was yeah, the that last. is weird. He just brushes it off, like, Yeah, he, he you know brushes I mean? off, like, yeah, that's weird. That's I weird. Don't. And it was the last thing they were going to get with him. It, they, it was yeah. the last interview they ever were going to get with him. And then 30 seconds later, he's just confessing to the, yeah, like, <sighs> laughing it off kind of thing. Like, yeah. that's so fucked up. It's oh, so man. fucking crazy. The director must have been coming out of his the, face. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Blowing loads. Fuck, that was good. Oh man! All right. Well, I think that was that was a fucking that was a solid fifty-two men's. Yeah, I feel like that was a good podcast. That was a fucking Fuck yeah, solid dude, that podcast. Just blows my mind. Movies. I'm watching Fuck both yeah. those documentaries, dude. That one, that last one, sounds fucking great. Yeah, it's yeah, the fucking Jinx, good. It's really good. It's a ten. You should watch it. It's like on HBO. It's ten episodes. Nice. I'm gonna watch it for sure. That's fucking mind blowing. It's fucking great. Oh, all man. right. For not feel good people, Braden Jansen. Max House. Dakota Young. All right. Fuck my, suck my dick. Fuck my ass. Live on the internet.